It's simple. Katie is jealous and he hates LeBron. I thought we would do this episode of the Cypher a little differently. Everybody by now has heard the comments Kevin Durant made in the interview that he gave to Rick Buecher. So here's the thing. We're 36, 48 hours later, and the narrative now is that Katie hates LeBron, that he's jealous of LeBron. I thought, whether you agree or disagree with him, I thought in an honest moment, Katie said a lot of things that many players probably feel the same way about when it comes to dealing with or playing with LeBron, especially if you're an all-star or superstar caliber player. Here are some of your comments. Blaze said, the media killed KD for having a burner account, but now they're killing him even when he keeps it 100. Exactly. Lee says, KD isn't the first to speak on playing with LeBron. Look at Bosch and Love and what they went through. How Kyrie didn't enjoy playing with him because he felt like he was overshadowed. And look at Jimmy Buckets. He had no plans of joining the Lakers circus. In PG-13, he wanted no part of that. That's why he stayed with Russ. He wanted no part of the LeBron show. And that's true. Look, a lot of the big-name free agents this past offseason and and some big-name stars who were able to force their way out of town, they didn't go towards L.A. L.A. wasn't on their list. LeBron's a great player. But a lot of guys just don't want that. They just don't want to deal with that. Jimmy Jam says, Cupcake is hating. Cupcake meaning Durant, obviously. He's hating. He only won a title because he joined the 73-9 and team. He did. He joined that 73-9 and team that lost a 3-1 lead, and they didn't win a title either. Let's not forget that. Nikki says, of course, when it's all said and done, KD is going to join LeBron with the Lakers, and they're going to win four titles. Nikki, I don't see that happening. And I still think when it's all said and done, the team that has the best chance to re-sign Kevin Durant and keep his services will be the Golden State Warriors. Starsky says, Katie is just a hater. I think a lot of people feel that way. I think Katie's more of a competitor than we give him credit for. But I can understand how some people have this animosity towards him. And it seems like they've maintained this sort of animosity slash hate ever since he's made his decision to join the Warriors. Vince says, Katie is right. The media constantly goes after him ever since he joined Golden State. They hate on Kyrie, but praise LeBron. Whenever the 2016 finals is brought up, all they ever show and talk about is LeBron's block, but not Kyrie's dagger three. What's up with that? That's true. Every time the 2016 finals comes up, you see the same exact highlight all the time. Look, it was a great play, that block. But the dagger, the shot that decided who was going to be the NBA champion that season, that was Kyrie Irving. Double Ray says, Brian is a great player, but his fans and followers can be unbearable at times. You can agree with 95% of what they're saying, but the 5% that you disagree on, all they want to do is tear you down and destroy you. 
How dare you criticize LeBron on any level? They're just crazy. I'm not going to go that far, Double Ray, but I'll say this. You can sit there and praise LeBron James for his career, for his deeds on the court as well as off the court. But if you say he had a bad game or he didn't play well or he came off as petty, the first thing out their mouths is you're a hater. You don't like LeBron. You don't respect LeBron. And that just isn't true. You can agree to disagree. I'm not a Michael Jordan lover. And I've told people this over and over again. I rooted against the man all the time, except when he played against the bad boy Pistons. And that was one of those general principle things because of my connection to Magic and then how him and Isaiah. And I just wanted Jordan to beat the Pistons. But I rooted against the man 95% of his career. Cass says KD was hating and taking shots at LeBron because he knows the Lakers are a real threat to the Warriors this season. Cat, no, they're not. The Lakers will make the playoffs. And I still think my prediction of them finishing in the 4-5 spot looks pretty good. What I will say is this. What you don't know and what I couldn't know is if the Lakers make a move and they change the makeup of their roster by adding more star power, by giving up some younger assets, that might flip them and take them to another notch. That might make them a legitimate competitor to the Warriors crown. But right now, today, this current roster, nah, they're not there yet. Cass says, I like KD calling out the media. Good for him. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm down for him going after the media, but I appreciate his opinion. Look, I'm sure I'm not the only fan that said, man, a lot of these dudes, all they ever do is cover for somebody. Not just LeBron, but other players have had people ride for them like that. LeBron's got a whole network riding for him. Can you imagine the energy it takes for all day long when you're hearing Shannon Sharp, Nick Wright, just ride for him over and over again. And the thing is, Kevin Durant, his comments in that interview, that wasn't a personal thing. That was a, I thought that was a player being honest. We're always saying we want them to speak their mind and be real. I thought in a really real moment, he was saying this isn't about LeBron, but more about the circus around him, about the media around him, about how no matter what happens, if you win, it's because of LeBron's greatness. And if you lose, it's because the other player, the other star slash superstar, failed LeBron. Vin says, KD hating on LeBron when he's the second best player on his own team, and everybody knows it. No, Vin, you're wrong again. Kevin Durant is the best player on the Golden State Warriors, period. He just is. And you can give me these straw man arguments about the percentages of when Steph is here and when Steph is not there. But here's the thing. When's the last time KD and Clay were injured for about a two week period and it was just Draymond and Steph? Show me those numbers when it was just Draymond and Steph and what their records were. Dean says Jalen Rove proved KD right. I'll say this. I thought it was kind of strange. And I, I actually am a fan of Jalen Rose and some of the things that he says. And he does do a lot of positive things outside of the court. But he did spend a great deal of the day. 
talking about how KD was a hater and how he was jealous of LeBron and how he had basically betrayed LeBron. And then later on in the same day, he seemed to backtrack and admitted KD's comments weren't about LeBron, but about the surrounding media around LeBron and how they deal with him and how they sometimes ride for him on a next level basis. Kevin Durant gave what the media said they always wanted. He gave them a candid response on the challenges of playing with LeBron. In that interview with Rick Buecher, he pointed out how it depends on the type of player you are. It's an easier transition for a player like Cal Corver, who's never been a number one option. So his skill set blends better with LeBron's ability to dominate the ball, to penetrate and get him open looks versus a Kawhi Leonard who enjoys having the ball in his hands, controlling the offense, dictating tempo with his post-ups and mid-range. And while it's not Bron's fault, the media frenzy around him is crazy, it's true. LeBron has many fanboys hang on his every word. And to be fair, throughout the history of sports, media members, they're supposed to distance themselves and not come across as fans, but they've had their favorites. That's not a secret. Steph Curry is as beloved a player as there is in the NBA, to the point where many of the media players, the, the, let me say this again, to the point where many of the members of the media, with a straight face, say that Steph Curry is a better player than Kevin Durant. Later in that same interview, KD points out how both Kevin Love and Chris Bosh had to change their games how they had to modify what they had normally done throughout their careers to fit around LeBron and become more pick and pop fours. And here's the thing. No, they weren't the superstars. They were stars. They were all-star caliber players. Wade was a superstar. Kyrie was a superstar. But the guys that had to sacrifice the most, the ones who took the most heat, were Bosh and Love. Remember, as the man on Minnesota, Love put up 26 and 13 twice, averaged a double-double his last five years with the Timberwolves, but he never got him into the playoffs as the man. He was a complimentary star from the gate. Bosch got Toronto in the playoffs just once. That was the 06-07 season. In his last five years with them, he averaged 22 and 9. Again, terrific players, but they're complimentary stars. But they took the most heat because of playing. What the, look, the shadow that Bron cast when you're that third guy, because that what that's what Bosch and Love both were. They were the third guy. They took the most heat. LeBron is by far an iconic player. Nobody's here to deny that. And what I heard in that interview, I just heard Kevin Durant speaking his opinion on how other star or superstar caliber players feel about playing or the idea of playing with LeBron. And the fact that Durant would rather play against him than with him, I think that's a good thing. Let's keep it all the way 100. The NBA world, it's still criticizing Durant for the decision he made to join the Warriors. So imagine, I mean, serious, think about this for a minute. Imagine the heat he would take if he joined LeBron James and they won another three or four titles. Although the crazy part is 
the pundits in the media, they don't seem to mind the idea of KD joining LeBron. But many of them in the background are still saying 73 and 9, 73 and 9. You got to fall back on a 73 and 9. They didn't win a title. And right after they lost, Draymond, Steph, and crew, they were knocking on KD's door. Chris Broussard of Fox said, LeBron James is the most criticized player in NBA history. I'm not all the way 100 with him on that, but I will say this. He's the most scrutinized and criticized player in this era by far. But he has just as many fanboys as he does critics. And as for the situation with how he deals with other stars, look, LeBron's style of play isn't to to isolate other players. You would actually say his style of play is inclusive. But, but because he is ball dominant, because he is the lead guy, and because he can be so spectacular at times, yeah, if you're that second or third star, you can be the one to find yourself like hidden or lost in the shadows. That's that's the price you pay when you agree to be the second star on LeBron James' team. And like I said, nobody's denying his greatness. LeBron's been the best player in the NBA for over a decade. And is still considered the best in year 16. That's unheard of to be this great in year 16. He's one of the three greatest to ever do it, in my opinion. And many call him the GOAT. My point is, I didn't hear Durant go directly after LeBron as a player or his legacy or anything like that. Could he have worded his response in a different way? No doubt. Was there a hint of jealousy? No question. I think KD wishes the media saw him in a similar way that they see LeBron. But his own words and actions, for instance, having the burner account, along with having rabbit ears, that's all on KD. He's hypersensitive. But he's also in a position most big name free agents aren't in. He's the finals MVP of the last two seasons. And he's got two titles on his resume. So when you hear people say, why wouldn't you want to play with LeBron over and over like some of the NBA pundits are doing? If you're Kevin Durant, if you're Kawhi Leonard and you've won titles, you've been finals MVPs. The idea of being Robin to LeBron's Batman, that's probably not in your bag. That's probably not what you want to do. I don't think what Durant had had to say was a bad thing. I thought it was a frank thing. I thought it was him really coming forward and saying something that, in an honest moment, Westbrook would say, Jimmy Buckets would say, I think Kawhi would say, Kyrie would say. They're not... And in any way coming across as denying how great a player LeBron is, what they are saying is it comes with a price. And maybe everybody just doesn't want to sign up for that. And that, that that's not a bad thing. I'm all for competition. I know we're in the era of the team up era, but the idea that another star who, in my opinion, is the second best player in basketball wants to step back. And just compete. And I know people are going to say, well, you're competing, but he plays with Golden State. 
He plays with three other superstars. He does not play with three other superstars. Steph's a superstar. Clay's an all-star. Draymond's an all-star. So let's not let's not get crazy about what they are and what they aren't. The same way we didn't get crazy by the fact that LeBron played with Wade and Bosch. He played with Love and Kyrie. It's not unique to see talent team up with other talent. It just seems like in this era, it's more common. And I actually don't know where KD's going to land. But I think the idea that, at least in this sense, he'd rather compete versus LeBron than join LeBron. And, and look, like I said before, him joining LeBron, even if they reeled off three or four titles in a row, that would work great for LeBron. But he would get destroyed. And I'm talking about KD in a level that he's never experienced before. And remember, he's still getting destroyed for something that happened almost three years ago. If he joined up with LeBron, they would be talking about that for the next 10 or 15 years. I think the media has been critical of all great players. But when you want the mantle, when you want to say you're not just a great player, but when you're talking about being all time, when you make it known, you want to be the guy, the man the GOAT, then you should expect that type of scrutiny. I've heard insane narratives, and in, in, and that's another thing about this era. It's about controlling the narrative, or your version of a narr- narrative when you talk about comparing grades and numbers and stats. I've heard someone say the 2007 finals that LeBron lost in, that doesn't count. I've even heard pundits and media people say with straight faces, The 2016 finals, because he came back against that star-studded Warriors team and he won that finals, that somehow counts as two finals. That is a weird type of bias if you actually believe that. I don't have no sides on this. I'm a big fan of the game. It is no secret. My favorite team is the Lakers. I grew up being a Laker fan. So... Maybe most people say, well, why wouldn't you want KD? It's not that I don't want Kevin Durant. It's that Kevin Durant appears to not want the Lakers. And if that's the case, that's fine. If he truly believes the thing that he said in that interview, and I think he does, then I can understand why he wouldn't want to join the Lakers. I could understand why the Lakers weren't on Jimmy Bucket's wish list, why Kawhi enjoys Toronto And if he decides to leave Toronto, that there's a legitimate shot. Kawhi goes to the other Laker team. Welcome to the light. LeBron's a great player, but not everybody wants that smoke. Not everybody wants to be in that shadow. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's the cipher.